0: Welcome to Take Note, the podcast about keeping a notebook and paying attention. I am Adam. I'm here with my buddy, Ted. What have you been doing today, Ted?
1: I, I, well, I'm currently staring at a desk full of notebooks, which is a a good place to be. That's a little teaser for what's to come in this episode. But I've been, uh, let's see, I spent the evening planning the next six-year-old baseball team practice with my eight-year-old daughter who, uh, has agreed to reasonable uh, contract terms of 50 cents per per hour for her uh, baseball consulting and practice assistance. Uh, so we were we were hashing out the schedule. What did I find you doing today, Adam?
0: I have been reading about ways to avoid saying, how are you? And I've come up with, mm-hmm. what have you been doing today?
1: You, you, you may find that Austin Kleon, who I like to refer to a lot, has a, has a nice blog post uh, about alternatives to how are you, which can be such a fraught question these days. I, the the uh, alternative he provided that stuck in my head was, what's the vibe today? Like
0: what's the one. vibe today? Nice. Well, Ted, uh, on this show, we ask each other what the vibe is today in your <laughs> notebook— what do you got?
1: All right. I am still using my, my traveler's notebook. Uh, nice leather bound, which has been going nicely. Living well in my back pocket, which I'm always slightly skeptical of anything bulkier than a field notes, but it's been nice. Maybe it's getting a little softer. Uh, okay. This was a, a nice uh, lunch out with my wife on a, on a nice day. Uh, As we were leaving, saw an older guy sitting alone outside of the Italian restaurant, eating a meal, uh, solo, wearing a black ball cap with vaccinated (laughs) written in large, white,
0: (laughs) uppercase, type straight across the front. Oh, did you... (laughs) Did you ask him where you can get me one? No, no. Uh... I didn't ask, didn't make any
1: conversation. Uh, we, it didn't stop us from from positing a few ideas. The hat looked somehow sort of weathered, like dad cappy, you know, kind of beat up and, and broken in. So I thought to myself, my God, this man's from the future. <laughs> and yeah, uh, ask him, he oh, yeah, yeah, where I come from, we've all got to wear these hats. So you either get <laughs> the black hat that's the vaccinated or you get the white
0: hat that's the unvaccinated. That's fantastic. That's how we live now. Ted, should I get one of those hats?
1: I I might suggest the alternative uh, that uh, was suggested to me uh, by Amazon. It was the entitled <laughs> uh, cap, just right across the, right across the front. I'll go where I want and I'll do what I please. Just read, read the cap.
0: What do you got? Adam? Wow, there's a lot. I googled this. There's a lot of vaccinated hats well uh, okay i'm gonna stay on your subject i was going to read a quote that i liked from uh, ezra klein's interview with ted chang where ted chang talks about uh thinking about artificial intelligence more in terms of fears about uh, capitalism i think you should listen to that podcast to read that transcript but you reminded me with that i wrote down in my notebook the word well, it's not a word varianty It's a variant e with an i at the end And that is the word that I have created to kind of describe the calculus that goes on in my head when I'm like uh, walking to the coffee shop and trying to decide how likely it is that the person I'm passing is very empty, right? Like, so did they, uh, (laughs) are they vaccinated and, but they've decided that they're not going to follow any rules anymore because they're vaccinated. And so they're more likely to pick up a variant, um, or did they did they get it the first time? You know, did they get it early on, and now they don't care anymore because they think they, there's no way they can get it again. So maybe they're varianty. So yeah, varianty is the that varianty is what I wrote down in my notebook. It's just a fun little little uh, I, I think, brain teaser.
1: I, I think I might in my head. I'm i just because of the eye. I'm saying varianty. <laughs> Variante, so yeah. I'm not sure if I'll be able to help that. Okay. It makes it a little too friendly <laughs> for possibly for the definition of the term, but I like it. Nice. yeah I, the what's the vibe today? It's a little varianty It is a little varianty today. Yeah. I don't know if I could recommend that coffee shop. Right. What do you got, Ted? All right, let's well as I mentioned it's little league season, which is uh, an unmitigated pleasure and a delight. Uh, this note is from last week. At his baseball game on Saturday, Ewan. My six-year-old donned the tools of ignorance and lined up as a catcher in the second inning. We've been doing catchery-pitchery type stuff while we play catch. He loves the theatrics of pitching. Leaning back, throwing his leg up the air, letting fly. Since he's a lefty, he always looks great while he's doing it. Uh, He's been this way since we tossed a little softy ball in the muddy backyard at our old house when he was three or four years old. We advanced recently into the catching side of the equation. Primarily by me just dropping into a squat while he pitches. Uh, He's getting to know calling balls and strikes. Uh, He's naturally, when he's catching, he's naturally good at the crouch. Uh, His favorite move is to catch the pitch, then put a knee down and throw back to the pitcher, which is me. He saw a major leaguer do it on TV and picked it right up. Uh, During the first scrimmage of the season, he was catching in the second inning. With full equipment on, a ball got past him, which is very common. He walked to the backstop, picked up the ball, walked back behind home plate, dropped into his crouch, then put one knee down on the ground and threw a perfect strike back to the coach-pitcher. It was poetry in motion. I was so proud.
0: That's uh, that's fantastic. How how long do your kids watch a game on TV? Like I, For him to pick up that move... I, it seems like he's paying pretty close attention. Uh, I would say
1: c- cumulatively at a, at a certain g- per game basis, nine minutes total. <laughs> that, you know, that's taking slices over time and then condensing them into a, a complete nine minutes. <laughs> oh, I see. Okay. I, I, I take the, uh, you know, I, I, I had to have a conversation with my wife where I said, you know, it's baseball season. I've got this, you know, I got the MLB TV package. I, I think I, I just need to make a declaration that baseball is uh that baseball is exempt from our normal screen time rules. We made that
0: rule too. We made that rule. Like too.
1: it's just gotta be this ambient thing. It can't be, you know, I can't be negotiating, oh can I can I turn a ball game on? Am I you know, etc.? Uh so I take that approach. Sometimes we all flop down in front of it, sometimes uh things get hectic and nobody watches it and i turn it off after after six minutes but um there have been a few nice kind of lazy saturday afternoons where we've actually sat on the couch and, and watched a little baseball and you know he he likes to pick things out so he will i think that day he was for some reason just fixating on the catcher um more so than absorbing the whole game but i mean i'm always i think that's i've realized that that's part of being a little eager and getting better at this age is having those pros to mimic and that that like accelerates their learning when they realize that there's some bigger kind of like archetype available to them that they can tap into. Right.
0: Right. There've been a uh, four Cubs games so far this season, as of this recording and uh, the first three games, we tried to watch all of them and the kids were get a little bored and, you know, that's oh, the whole game so long, even fast forwarding through the commercials. Oh, yeah. It's you know I was getting a little bored too. Then we settled on uh, anybody can read a book when uh, the Cubs aren't batting, uh, and then <laughs> and t- today we, it was well, just an hour. It was after dinner, seven o'clock till eight. We just watched uh, the fourth and the fifth inning, and it was kind of perfect. You know, like just just leaving yeah. it at that and being uh being able to get up and walk away and you know. Start oh yeah, the, oh
1: yeah. Well, my a uh, couple weekends ago, my daughter fell asleep on the couch with the baseball game on. And I just, I thought that is, that is, there's is a long tradition that she is now continuing. <laughs> and it warms the cockles of my heart of falling asleep in front of a baseball game on a weekend.
0: What do you got out of it? All right. I-, I wrote down, got a bunch of notes here that are really just, uh, reminders. I wrote down smoky neighbors, smoky neighbors, uh, it, as it is warmed up here in Chicago, um, more of our neighbors are becoming part of our life. New neighbors or um, new to us neighbors. Some The smoky neighbors are new neighbors. We also have a couple of kindergarten twins uh, hanging around and um, trying to get in our house. Smoke, which
1: Smoky twins. Uh, they're
0: not smoky. The twins aren't smoky. <laughs> um, boy asked me, by the way, <laughs> take note fans. The boy asked me out of nowhere the other day if <laughs> I had seen... Uh, King Kong versus Godzilla. I was, Godzilla versus King Kong, and uh, I was excited by the question I asked if he saw Kong Skull Island. He said, "Yeah, my sister didn't like it," so we'll have him on the show next week. <laughs> um, but the Smoky Neighbors—they've moved in next door to us, and uh, a lot of people around here have to burn some leaves or some branches after the snow melts. Cause there's an accumulation of that. They've been going. Uh, they've been going three weekends in a row burning quite a few branches uh it seemed to be a bit much and my wife and i were relieved when a um dog walking neighbor said something to me about being smoked out of my own house by the neighbors because then we felt like it wasn't just wasn't just us overreacting um do you guys do you burn leaves or branches or anything we do do you do any of that
1: we will have a little fire Mm -hmm. We have a little fire pit in the back. We do not... We've we've burned our fair share of stuff. We don't burn stuff
0: in order to dispose of it that way, per se. Right, right. So you use a fire pit. We use a fire pit, too. Uh, For the life of you, what do you guess the neighbors are using to burn their stuff?
1: Hmm. I'm going to guess
0: that there's an old trash can. Oil drum, Ted. They have converted an oil drum... (laughs) That's a little too on it the is. nose. It is. I know. That's exactly it. It's just a strange.
1: That's a little too strange choice. A little too hobo, hobo from an eighties movie with a finger fingerless <laughs> gloves rubbing them together over yeah. the burning
0: trash can. They seem like nice people. At drum. least they're only doing it on the weekends. Whew. Smoky, Smoky neighbors. neighbors. All right. Well, let's move on from my grievances. we got notebooks to discuss we got pencils to discuss before we do that ted i think all of our listeners are going to want an update on your record purchases and your record sales
1: well the good news is i have no sense of uh of either math or uh finances Mm -hmm. okay great uh so so i'll preface it by saying that um uh, listeners may recall i was very excited about this treasure trove of of uh final that I, uh, discovered at the, my, my local Goodwill. Um, you know, uh, I had visions of, uh, of, of re, of really hitting a home run in the marketplace. Uh, really, you know, was l- l- lining them up and knocking it, knocking them down when it came to turning a profit. Um, Uh, number one fan of the show, occasional co-host Ryan Sly decided only to tell me after I, uh, uh, slunk home in shame that, no, those record stores, they never pay. (laughs) Um, and they didn't, (laughs) uh, so let's see, if my math is correct, uh, I might've, might've lost money on the deal,
0: um wasn't pretty i made you ended up with some good records i made you a a money-making proposal and i didn't hear back from you um i offered you five american dollars if you would ask your wife to go back to the record store and ask for the (laughs) records back in exchange for the money how did that go uh (laughs) um
1: i got an lol out of that (laughs) plan uh at, at, at the, in the in the in the post action reporting, I believe she said something along the lines of, "You really talked a big game about all this," <laughs> um, which I agreed. I talked a big game. I I left with the firm resolve uh, to never tr- uh, buy anything, anything again. from the goodwill <laughs> that I didn't just want myself, right. and that to immediately absolve myself of any visions of, uh, of, of turning anything for a profit, even, even a modest profit. Now I I will, I, you know, in my corner, I think, um, if I had said to myself, I'm willing to put the labor in to sell these things on eBay, uh, it would have been a different story, but really at the end of the day, um, that looked like a lot of work and a lot of photography. (laughs) And a lot of uh, oddly shaped cardboard boxes. And I just wasn't willing to go down that road. Now, I will say this. I have now, in my life, had the experience of taking records into into a classic record store. Just, you know, the stereotypical deal, setting a stack down and having uh I he felt like the manager or maybe the owner I don't know but having him leaf through these things and then just absolutely lowball me and have me crumble right before his eyes when he mentioned a few things about condition I have now had that life experience <laughs> so you can't take that away from me I, either, I won't, no matter when will take it away
0: from you I hope you uh I hope you can use like turn the tables on someone with that like when so when you when someone is trying to tell you sell you something software i don't know cable upgrade yeah turn the tables
1: so inst yeah well some people are born negotiators uh other people determine a script in their head and the minute they encounter even the most modest resistance they they crumple and and uh and, and accept what is the, the the crumbs that are offered to them and in order to escape the conversation as quickly as possible.
0: I think I would have crumpled too. I would have crumpled too. Because you just feel like you're out of your element. I, I, you
1: know what? I came out, I have some great records. I didn't sell them all.
0: I'm just not going to do
1: the math on it. There you I go. I don't want to do the math. All right. I did enough math. Math Math is not my that friend. That was my next
0: question. <laughs> <laughs> all right <laughs> His math, my friend well i uh i was inspired and i keep saying i'm gonna go to goodwill to look for some nice american made shirts which i believe is where the whole thing started
1: indeed well my my fire for vintage t-shirts remains and i will not be uh attempting to sell them except for the one that i posted
0: you on did eBay, post one I on sell.
1: ebay yes yeah, jesus learn my damn <laughs> lesson only get only get vintage t-shirts in your size. Don't get the medium thinking, oh, I'll sell this
0: one. God, I never learned. You you just you walked into that goodwill with an entrepreneurial spirit. Speaking of things that may not sell, let's talk about these new Blackwings. <laughs> <laughs> uh Blackwing 223, uh, tribute to Woody Guthrie was released. Uh, it looks like a children's pencil. Uh, my wife saw them, and she said, what is that? Um, I think you and I have talked about how we would both like to be a little more positive about these pencils that we don't really care for, but good on them for trying something different.
1: I mean, you you have them in I hand. Do. I, I do. Right? So you, you've you seen them, you've gotten the vibe.
0: Yeah, cartoon drawing of a of a curvy road, and... Um, it just curves around the whole sort of thing. There's an orange, there's, you know, there's blue, it's like a ribbon of highway. That's the whole thing. It's the ribbon of highway. Yeah, there's yeah. A, there's an orange eraser. Um, I, mean, I think you had said something funny about the meaning of the Black Feral. I forget what that is. Um, uh, yeah, I think they said, <laughs> I mean, they're, <laughs> so I-, I
1: like that they went, I-, I like that they went with an, an, an illustration style design. I think it's fun, fun and fine of them to try and go in a new yep. direction. But when their internet copy is talking about oh, and the the black ferret symbolizes the the spirit of the road. I'm like, okay, guys, just make your fun, make your fun design, and let's move on with this. Yeah, thing. yeah. Uh, but I don't. I, I haven't seen it. But I don't inherently have any problem with the design or the f- the fun nature of it and all that yes stuff,
0: so. i think it is it is not my aesthetic but i do kind of like the idea look at it's like um gosh it's like a film critic reviewing a kid's movie right like just because it's not my aesthetic <laughs> like if my, if my kid is really right. drawn to it or even if this right. becomes kind of like if this design is kind of cool enough that it really sticks in their head and it becomes their favorite pencil or something you know so just trying to be optimistic about it from that point of view and you know, i was also thinking like you know the the blue is it not lake tahoe the blue um like the lake tahoe, tahoe. That one is yeah blue. that one's got an illustration yeah. that kind of style i like i think the other classic one is that number four i think the mars one that has like the little bit of grit that's supposed to be um yeah The, I don't know, Martian Dirt, which I thought was like a, I didn't like that idea, but once it was in my hand, I liked it a little more. So I was... Ah, see, I love that. Yeah, as an idea, I didn't like it, but once it was in my hand, I thought it was really cool. So I, you know, that's kind of what I was thinking. I was trying to reserve my opinion. They've done,
1: they've done so many,
0: you know, austere,
1: sort of reserved, very classy, um, you know... Even when there's been, you know, even the Lake Tahoe edition illustrations are still very spare and kind of, you know, shimmery. Like this, there's probably something I'm not thinking of, but th- this is a real, It it's a new design mode Yet. that I think you could almost think of it as their first foray into... Probably expanding our idea of what can be on a black wing pencil, which I think is yep. fun. And you know, I say they've, they've kind of covered the ground of like very spare, you know, very classy designs and they got to go in some direction if they're going to keep putting these things out. right?
0: And I, I say children's pencil, but I think actually, right. It, it's a little bit more. It's like, if you wanted to take a children's novelty pencil and then do a really nice, like a nice touch on it, I, you know, I'm not sure if, like, the curviness across the pencil is my favorite design, but I I kind of respect that they did something very different.
1: What does the sort of paint job feel like? Is there any texture to the graphic? There's no
0: texture to the graphic, and then the, the Blackwing 223 imprint on it, I believe, and I meant to check this before, I don't know if it's just a mistake... But I think from pictures I've seen and the one that I'm holding in my hand right now, the imprint is not always on the same side of the pencil. So the black Blackwing two two three imprint on it is on my is on the the road, on the black road. So it doesn't show up that oh, yeah. well on some sides, which would make sense actually, right? They they probably can't get all the pencils lined up to get the imprint in the same place. So you know that's I don't know. That's interesting. Yeah. It looked like a mistake, but then I well, realized I think, it's probably not a mistake. Just you know, that's that's just, just the way it is, is.
1: yeah. Yeah. I mean, the, the I guess the funny thing if I'm really going to parse this out is that the theme is not really a kids' theme per se. Right. I mean, Woody Guthrie, yes, you know, universal, everybody knows the songs, but it's not like uh it's not like Sesame Street is the right. theme where they're like we'll we'll do a real, you know, well, really, sell it hard that this is for kids, right?
0: Yep, yeah. There, maybe there's a little bit of a miss there. Then the notebook they they've got a cool notebook based on Woody Guthrie's notebook. Oh and yeah. Actually, that was the thing. I I contacted Blackwing because I was curious and I couldn't tell from the promotional copy whether this was like an authorized use of Woody Guthrie's name. Um, and I think the reason I was a little suspicious is because Write Notepads put out a notebook called that this notebook kills fascists, which. I'm pretty sure, um, from from what I've read over the years, that there was no official tie to Guthrie, or no don- at least no donation. Like, the, the Guthrie folks maybe didn't get money for it, which always surprised me. Mm-hmm. Um, but that's not the case here, and when you look at the notebook, it sort of becomes obvious that they got rights to artwork that he'd created, and that they've they've created a notebook that is similar to, or at least inspired by, the notebooks he used to use. Which is a real moleskin kind cool. of deal, right? In a way. Like moleskin. So that did that come with it the did subscription. Not, which is kind of uh, yeah. Interesting. I I got three postcards. Well, make, make yeah. sense. Yep. You got yeah, three postcards. Um but the composition notebook isn't there. Um,
1: yeah. Well I feel like an illustration is always gonna be more risky from an aesthetic standpoint. It's more committal. Yep. Than, you know, just if a field of color or kind of a black, you know, just a black pencil, which is like some of them in the past there's a black yeah. pencil. Um, so, you know, you kind of got to give it up to him for giving it a shot and going for it and creating a new entrant. I mean, I'm kind of starting to convince myself that like a Sesame Street pencil or like a, you know, like a Studio Ghibli illustrated pencil or something could be super cool if it was high quality.
0: Yeah. Well, going from cartoon pencils to, uh, I don't know, the other, the, the exact opposite in the stationary world, I think. We have a number of notebooks from Let's of London and the Filofax brand, which they also own, to discuss. And I think I will let you kick it off.
1: Yeah, so so my friend Kristen, my wife's very good friend Kristen, uh, visited recently and she has in fact done some work for uh, the Let's of London company that is uh, that also owns or it's a conglomerate with Filofax. Um, and we had a lovely uh, socially distanced backyard visit and she brought some very nice gifts from Letts. Uh, and then we had a chat and... Um, and she was super cool enough to arrange a package from Let's and from Filofax to each of yeah. us. Uh, so we got some super fresh, super cool notebook products in hand. Um, Let's of London, I, I was not previously aware of them. They've only been around for, what was it, 207 <laughs> years or something? Hey. <laughs> some 1790 they some odd. They created the diary, they say. A new face on the scene, yeah. What did they, that they, they, combined a journal and a a calendar. So I, you know, their, their claim to fame, and I'm not going to characterize it particularly well, but uh, our planners and I think daily diary sort of things. Um, if I'm interpreting it correctly, they're kind of trying to make a push into the, you know, the notebook world, possibly like in the American market. Um, but we got some really nice things to look at. Let's see. Let's start on the let side of things. Um, for, you know, I would say in terms of, so if you've held a, you know, it's, it, it, I'd say their competitors in terms of function are the Leuchterm and even the Blackwing and, you know, probably the Moleskin, but they're, these are higher quality books than the Moleskins. Uh, in terms of paper and, and construction. But this first one I'm looking at is a Let's uh, Let's of London travel okay. journal. Um, did I you did. get one of those? That's the
0: one that I kind of used or tested the most. That I think is, you know, in some ways, it, I think is like the, my favorite of the things here um, because of the super flexible cover. What is it? It's about the size of maybe like two inches by five inches. So that's not about right. Oh, you got it. Interesting. You got a different one than I did. Oh, cool. do you not have like a flexi cover?
1: No, I have a, mine's more of a cardboard
0: okay. stock cover. Mine's a flexi cover. cover. It's got a pen in it. Does yours have a pen in it? Oh yeah, yeah. So that one, okay, yeah. Was I looking at the wrong one?
1: Yeah, no, okay. let's go to that one. I, yeah, the, the, no, my good. Yeah, the pen in the, um, the pen in the, There's a pen loop. That's integrated into the, uh, the yeah. design No,
0: the, the The notebook. pen is not my favorite just because I'm not, like a ballpoint is not my go-to. Um, but I like the, I really like the flexi cover. I like the idea of the mm-hmm. pen loop in there. And that pen actually like seems really sturdy. In there, The pen is perfect for this pen loop, which is not the case for like the traveler's notebooks that we've used before where you pop a pen in there. You have to be able to find the perfect size pen. To use their like pen clip or something. Mm-hmm. Well, they've like they've done all that yeah. for you. So the fact that ballpoint isn't my favorite thing isn't like a real, you know, that's that's not like a legit. Complaint. Yeah,
1: and it's a very, it's a very stylized pen. Yep. It's it's sort of narrow and and gold colored to complement the uh, the kind of embossing on the cover of the notebook. Wh- which color? What colors your... you get? A blue.
0: Um, you got a blue travel journal
1: you got a blue i have an orange this i think when i think this is called the legacy slim pocket notebook we'll we'll link to all of this so that is are your edges gilded edges on the on the you know paper you're here? the only one that got the gilded edges buddy oh man well <laughs> this is how much uh planning we did ahead of time um, but I will say this, and this is true of all of these lets of London products. Like, they're made in Great Britain, which I find to be super cool. Um, a quick review of their products says they have a, a factory in Great Britain that they have, quote, uh, maintained for the entirety of our heritage, um, which I think looks like it goes back to 1812. But that, I mean, that to me is really cool, and that's something that... Um, that really I think shows in the construction of them. They're just like, you know, t- across the various styles of cover that um, that I've seen, you know, some are a little more um, sturdy. Uh, some are super, like this one's got a little bit of a um, kind of reptile skin pattern, but they're all really nice <clears throat> covers. They feel good to hold.
0: They feel sturdy, obviously. They're very sturdy. Like- we didn't really beat them up and we haven't been using them for months or years, but they do. That's right. that's kind of how I felt too. move on to move on to a new book. Yeah. So the
1: travel one I mentioned is actually, <clears throat> it's got travel on the cover. It's the travel journal. Uh, and this one is meant to sort of be an accompaniment to a trip. So in the, in the front pages, you got a contact uh, contents kind of pre-mapped out page. Um, and then each page has date and location at the top of it, um, and then a notes. You know, and in the back, this has some conversion stuff and some maps and city information. Um, so it's it's a, it's a pretty flexible use, but there's some kind of cool little, um, little customized pages that, uh, that you would use traveling. You know, dates to remember, people to remember. Um,
0: yeah, and there's yeah. favorite yeah, restaurants, different cities, different. Uh... They recommend hotels and restaurants in different cities. And you know yeah. what, like I, you know, if the first saw that and I was a little amused because right now no one's traveling, but also, you know, we're all using sure. like Google to figure out where you're going or what you're going to eat at. But there's something old school and nice about that. Um, and especially, you know, like if those really are like the great restaurants to go to, um, I don't know, this this feels like a, uh, like a notebook for a jet setter. Well, you know,
1: I, when I went to Paris, uh, I don't know, the first, like 10, 10, 12 years ago, I had a, I think it was a moleskin, uh, but it was a Paris moleskin. It was meant to take with you yeah. if you were traveling specifically I had to a Paris. Twitter or Barcelona. And one. it was, yeah. and it, it wasn't something um, that I would have thought was something I was into but then I go and look at that thing today and I I used it while I was there I used it in a very pointed particular way the same way you would use this notebook you know if you're really deliberately intending to capture a, a particular trip and I look at that Paris notebook now and it's the greatest thing ever it's like it makes me so happy to have that one trip kind of captured in a notebook that feels like it was dedicated for that purpose and I leaf through it now and it's great so um, this one is is just classy enough and nice enough that um, you know you would want to put a little thought into how you were going to use it, um, but it, but it's just totally nice. I mean, it's not going to blow your socks off with how uh, innovative it is, but it's a really nice notebook. I've got another one that's that's very similar. Um, it's just black, just a black cover, um, super serviceable, and I really do put it up there in terms of. It's got this heavy cream paper that is just clearly um, far and above the Moleskin quality. And, and uh, it really just immediately made me think of the Blackwing notebooks that are uh, that same kind of elevated quality um, to them. So props to Let's. Do you have more thoughts on no,
0: these notebooks? No, I don't think so. Let's move on to the Filofax.
1: Yeah, so that's this the other component um, she sent over are these Filofax, Elements. Do you want to talk about the, uh, the clipbook a little bit?
0: Well, yeah, I mean, this is, uh, yeah, there's the clipbook is the, 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 the File of Facts style for, I was only kind of vaguely familiar with it. The idea is that you can like remove pages, put other pages in, and the book. Dividers. The, there's, yeah, yeah. there's. I'm going to get dividers. Um, well, I've well, got a different book at, with dividers. Yeah, yeah that's right. Um, and. Yep. And there's lots of different paper types. And there's like a lot of different paper types, even just including this little starter, including calendar pages that are folded over so that you can unfold them and have a full calendar and blank paper and um, different, there's like a monthly calendar, there's a weekly calendar sort of deal, all these things folding over. And I have just been in the, lately I have been kind of thinking how nice it would be to have blank paper mixed in with lined paper Um, Mm -hmm. because in a graph notebook, when I'm using a graph notebook, I will draw on it more than when I'm using a line notebook. And I've just moved from a graph to a line, and so I'm not drawing it nearly as much as I was in the last few notebooks. And so then I got to thinking, Field Notes had an arts and sciences edition, which were blank on one side and graph on the other. And then they also had a version that was blank and aligned on the other. And how that's kind of nice, but also you don't always want your blank paper to be on the left side of the page necessarily um and anyway so uh that is what kind of led me to really like the way that this is laid out and if i was the type of person who could ever kind of get, get to the point where i'd be happy to throw out my notebooks um or throw out my notes and just keep using the same thing this would be yeah. this would be really useful for me um, well, that's a good point point. and if right now i've got a uh, notebook that I've been using for work that I started at the beginning of the year like a planner and so I'm not ready to use a brand new planner because um, that one's working for me at the moment but if I was I think I really like the idea of like some planner pages and some blank mm-hmm. paper in there for doodling because yeah. lately I've been uh, doodling a lot and kind of enjoying and appreciating it nice yeah so this one
1: is the it's the Filofax clipbook uh, and it's got a a zippered edge to it so you can zip it closed. but it it's maybe you know the size of oh, I don't know a5. I'm gonna ballpark it you know, kind of um, the size of a novel. Um, I now now I've really enjoyed it um, because I found a perfect use for it, which is actually uh, coaching Little League. Um, I, I've sort of completely dedicated it to that, uh, and there, you know, I've got all this, this calendar of, of games and practices. So I've been able to use the calendar function. Um, and then I've got, uh, I've got to kind of keep score as the game goes along. So the, uh, the graph paper comes in very handy for blocking out kind of a
0: scoreboard
1: grid. And then, uh, it's got task list inserts. So I've really, I've used those for task lists and i yeah, i mean so this is something i never do which is to sort of really strategically use a planner like this and i will i will i'm going to pause and say i am fully aware i don't know if you are that there is there are philo philofax is its own universe unto itself so neither you nor i are going to pretend to uh even dip our toes into the to the outer rim of that universe
0: not yet um future episode maybe
1: <laughs> but with uh, but the kind of the final function feature that i like about this thing is that with the zipper i could just zip up a pencil in here and and kind of seal it up tight and toss it into my baseball bag and uh it, it really kind of acts as that like um you know, kind of rugged, uh, flexible, um, multi-purpose planner that I never knew I needed. Um, so thanks, Kristen, for changing my, changing my view. I mean, aesthetically speaking, I'm still getting a little bit used to it. Um, it's it's like black with these kind of you know, it has six. Uh, binder rings that sort of are emerging out of it and it's got this big metal zipper on the outside so it's it's the aesthetic is not one that i um that i'm known for
0: we (laughs) yeah well yes so i think we got different clipbooks you may have gotten the clipbook classic or the uh, classic executive black i got the filofax notebook architecture a5 concrete And it was a, this was the big hit in my house. It it's, I mean, I, sounds very similar to yours. No zipper. I don't know if you can mail zippers across state lines. Um, (laughs) but mine has what they call a deliciously tactile concrete A5 notebook with suede effect finish. And, uh, we've been really enjoying the suede effect finish. It is nice to touch. And, uh, it's a, it's a really cool notebook with all these different types of pages, um, I think mine might be from a quick like review of the of the file website I think mine the architecture concrete architecture might be a little bit more of the budget version might be save you a few dollars from that zippered Ted Walker baseball version um, mm-hmm. but I like well, the one I mean
1: my name is synonymous with executive yes uh, privilege so.
0: yep Absolutely, I've
1: got a I've got a baseball cap that just says executive across That's the top. Fantastic,
0: vaccinated executive. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, well, it's
1: it's been it's been fun to kind of uh, to kind of see what the Philofax life is all about. At least uh, at least just kind of getting to know it and to get our hands on these really handsome and nice Let's of London notebooks. Uh, so thanks again. Kristen for making that happen. Um Adam, let's do this again next week. What do you say? Sounds great, buddy. You can find us uh, on the web. Take note.space is our URL. You can find us on Twitter. We're at twitter.com slash take note pod. Take care.